Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. And I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from witty warlocks to whispering warmongers. And today, we are revisiting The Wizard. All right, so uh, so yeah, we're revisiting the wizard today. Cool. Yeah, I, I personally, the wizard is one of my favorite uh, classes. I I think you said it was not one of your favorite classes. It is one of my favorite classes to watch <laughs> for sure. It is one of my least favorite classes to play. Uh, I never got my letter to Hogwarts, and I'm just a <laughs> fucking bitter about gotcha. it. But that's that's reality. Yeah, I think one of the drawbacks of wizards is they have a, a really weak uh, low level game, but a really powerful. High level game, which is which is classic D and D. Like they've done some things to try and change that, and certain certain groups of uh, the D and D community actually don't like that. But, I uh, <laughs> am always shocked at how good barbarians are in the early game. They aren't they though? Aren't they? Though? I'm just like <laughs> so confused that in our my first D and D game, our barbarian died at like level one or whatever. Yeah, it was. It or was we started level three. Serious, oh my god, yeah, we died. It was some serious poor luck on on the part of our our old barb friend. But we're not talking about barbarians today. We're, we're talking, talking about, about wizards. wizards, and we got two subclasses to tackle, which is fewer than pretty much every other class that we've revisited. Yeah, um, that's not too surprising though, because the wizard when it first came out, it already had god, eight there's subclasses. So, there's yeah. so much in there about magic. Yeah, there you had the eight schools of magic. So it already we could do episodes on the eight schools of. 
magic. Yeah, we probably will. Oh fact. man, um, maybe we'll start a fantasy physics series Ooh. after now that Everybody, now that, that always goes. Fantasy <laughs> physics is something that is asked for. I know it is, and now that class is revisited, it's closing for a while. Um, we might. Hey, we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, we're listening to all of you that are asking for like planar stuff too. Indeed, and that that is coming for sure. Yeah, but let's talk about wizards. Yes, so we got two subclasses to talk about today. The first is the blade singer, and the second is the oh gosh, what is it called? Oh, the war, the war mage, or the war magic domain. War mage, not domain, but the war magic arcane tradition. That that's what these are called. They're called arcane traditions. Okay, so do they cast fireball? Uh, yes, of course. Okay, good. <laughs> they're that's, wizards, man. All right, just making sure. <laughs> okay, so the first one we're going to talk about is from Sword Coast Adventures Guide, and it's called the blade singer. Um, in Forgotten Realms, blade singers are wizards that blend martial art and swordcraft with their spellcrafting, kind of like a sword mage in a way. Okay. This is about this subclass is the closest you're going to get to the fourth edition of sword mage, by the way. So not the eldritch. This is not an eldritch knight. Not the eldritch knight. So the eldritch knight is like the fighter leaning into magic, and this is the the magic leaning into very much so. That's almost right. exactly yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So in canon, this. Uh, blade singer style of magic was developed specifically by the elves of Faerun, and its techniques are actually guarded very jealously. Um, and of course beca- they are. Of course they are. And because of this, um, uh, like a few of the subclasses from Sorcos Adventures Guide, um, there's technically a racial restriction to the subclass where you have to be elven or half elven to dip into it. That's, um, mm. Of course, this is at DM's discretion. Like, if you're operating in Forgotten Realms, then yeah, you, you should follow that restriction because that's the world you're that's in. That's the game you agreed to play. Exactly. Like, okay. Otherwise, why are you playing in Forgotten Realms if you don't want to agree to the Forgotten Realms rules? But immediately that comes to mind is like, I am the I am the chosen one that saved the elf caravan and now they yeah, will train you, me in their, their sacred yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. You, you know? can totally do that. So and now that's a trope I'm, that I'm happens. the best yeah. half-orc ever. Yeah, that reminds me <laughs> of, in Name of the Wind, uh, spoiler for the second book, Wise and Sphere, but oh, there damn. is a. Um, do you care about spoilers? Because I, I can just move on. Just do it. Okay, so there's a, there's a group of uh, like mercenary type people called the Yadem, and they have a very advanced martial arts and sword fighting ability. Um, and he ends up illegally learning some of it. And oh. they're faced with a conundrum of either fully training him or killing him. Oh. And so he ends up getting fully trained, but he's the only non-barbarian who's trained in their <laughs> so ways. You can't just you can't just do some of this, man. Yeah. Well, it, it, that doesn't work. It has to do with a philosophy they follow called the Lathani. And like they follow it so strictly, they they actually have the, the question of, is it of the Lathani to kill him or is it more of the Lathani to fully seek out his training to see if a barbarian could become a non-barbarian? Oh, Kyle, he saw me swinging my sword. <laughs> what do we do? Do we anyways. kill this guy? <laughs> so anyways, let's move on. Back to Bladesingers. Okay. Back to Bladesingers. So, uh, so canonically, Bladesingers are elite elven warriors that chant a haunting and wordless tune in harmony with the whistle of their swinging blade. Oh, that's cool. It is pretty cool. Uh, they move as if they are in a dance and they move elegantly, driftingly, almost lazily. Like airbenders. Kind of like airbenders. Um, it reminds me of um, like what, what what's it called? Uh, drunken martial arts, where oh, yeah. you're moving deceptively. It seems like you're moving sluggishly, but you're not. It's kind of like that, or like a uh, Mugen style in Samurai Champloo. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. actually another good example. So uh, this again is the closest that you're going to get to the Forty Sword Mage. It's still not quite there for me. Mm. The uh, the Forty Sword Mage, man, I miss it. It was such a good class. But let's actually get into some of the features that you get as a Blade Singer. Okay, so you. Uh, wizards get their arcane traditions at level two, so a little bit earlier than a lot of the other subclasses. 
or, or classes, get their subclasses. And at level two, you're going to get two major features. Uh, the first is called training in war and song. Uh, with this feature, you gain proficiency in light armor, which you're going to need if you're going to be doing melee. Yeah. You also uh, proficiency with one type of one-handed melee weapon of your choice. Cool. You're also going to need that That's if cool. you're going to be swinging a blade. Uh, and then finally, you also get a uh, um, proficiency in the performance skill because of the dancing. You're doing singing. a. You're doing. Yeah. You're yeah. dancing. What's yeah. that? Um, capoeira. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly that. Um, have you seen Bob's Burgers? Yes. Yeah, was, okay. Yes. I was like a, sadly, it's the main reason I know about Capoeira. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> um, the other feature you get at level two is called Blade Song. Now, this is the big one. And this makes the Blade Singer one of the subclasses that people who multi-class like to dip into because it's so front-loaded. Okay. So at level two, you get Blade Song, which says you can invoke the secret elven magic known as the Blade Song. So long as you are not wearing medium or heavy armor and not using a shield, you are gifted with supernatural speed, agility, and focus. As a bonus action, you may start the Blade Song. It lasts one minute, and while active, you gain a bonus to your armor class equal to your intelligence mod. Fairly substantial because you're a wizard. Uh, You gain plus 10 to your walking speed. Uh, You have advantage on all dexterity dexterity saves which is a great save to have advantage on it's probably the best one yeah and you have a bonus on any constitution save to maintain concentration equal to your intelligence mod sick and you can use this feature two times per short rest that is really cool indeed is that's powerful very powerful very front loaded um is that like (laughs) if you're in like a group of these blade singers and they're like start the blade song and they like <laughs> right. drop a microphone and they all start fucking breaking shit down and whistling and like harmony i like that. damn that'd be sick Badass. like a troop of them like like yeah. singing a, like a chorus of yeah. different stuff while they're fucking you up just run for your life you're dying and it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> um now this is so front-loaded in fact that uh that some people just dip the two levels into blade singer and then go full fighter the rest of the oh way. shit um, oh yeah because then you can get Eldritch oh Giant. man, and yeah. action surging and second winding and yeah. all kinds of all good stuff. All that jazz. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds dope. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it for level two, which is quite frankly quite enough. At level six, the next feature you get is extra attack. Oh, wow. So, so just like a fighter, you get an extra attack at level six. So that's all you get at level six, but it's fairly substantial. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's isn't that around where people start getting Oh, yeah, attacks? that's where you should get it. It just... Um, like five, six. It's at this point that you're starting to feel the effects of... Leaning more into the melee is taking away from what you would get in the spellcasting department. Right. But, I mean, that's the trade-off you have to make if you're going to be a Gish character. So so you have spell slots with this? Yeah, right? you're a wizard. Yeah, you get you, your full you, caster. Just straight up, you have all the wizard stuff. You have all plus, the wizard stuff, plus like, you're, you're really dope with the sword. So in your subclass in like the PHB, you'd mm-hmm. be getting magic stuff at these these levels and, uh and you, you mean with your core class yes yeah yeah absolutely well even with a different subclass from php like, yeah regardless of your subclass you're going to be getting the core class um spell level up right deal. okay so at level 10 you get another feature called song of defense you can use your magic to absorb your enemy strikes when you take damage you can use your reaction to expend one spell slot and reduce the damage equal to five times the spell slots level now this is cool and I'm sure it comes in useful, but man, that seems like a heavy price to pay, giving up your spell slots. Yeah, I mean... You do get a lot of them as a wizard, but still. Are you frontlining? Like, is this worth it? I actually, I, I haven't tried a Bladesinger in practice, but I've I've read people talk about the Bladesinger being one of the tankiest characters in the game. No shit. Yeah. So it's, it's because wizard, that, wow. It's because of that mad defense bonus that you get. Yeah, okay. Yeah, It's I, pretty cool. I think this is one of the ways to attain, like, um, above 20 AC. Oh wow! Is, is via the blade singer. So this is this is very strong. Yeah, 
that's cool. Indeed. Giving up your spell slots, though. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. Like, campaign-wise, you might be doing a lot of, like, charm person. So maybe you need them. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you want to go full melee and fuck the magic, then this this feature is really good. But if you're trying to do both, I mean, again, here's your your give and take. Right. So at level 14 is your big feature. It's called Song of Victory. Um, and with this uh, feature, you can add your intelligence to the damage of your melee attacks while the blade song is active. Now, this is a good feature. But for your your last big one, it does feel a little lackluster. But then you got to remember that at the higher levels, you're getting spells like Power Word Kill. So yes, there you go. Like I'm also throwing fireballs. <laughs> yeah, I'm also I can also call down a meteor to end the planet. So. Dance, dance, giant <laughs> fucking thing to kill everybody. Indeed. So, <laughs> any questions about Blade Singers? I think they're really cool. Um, you know me, I like a character that can do a little bit of everything, and that's what a Blade Singer pretty much is. So I'm just picturing like. Have you seen videos of people dancing on subways like and doing it yeah. fucking awesome? Like, yeah, yeah, I've, like I have. Using yeah. all the poles and like handles mm-hmm. and stuff to like run up and down the train. Right, it's right. that. It's just that. Sure. It's just people on the subway, but they're stabbing you. But they're stabbing. They're but slashing they're and stabbing. Trying to kill you. They really, they really are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is awesome. Yeah, the Blade Singer is really, really, really cool subclass. It's probably my favorite subclass for the wizard. So we're gonna build a wizard later after the next subclass we talk about. But can you? Will Will's gonna be building it. Mm-hmm. Can you give us spoilers on what's going to happen at the end of the episode based off of what we just read? Um, I mean, I'm going to build a blade singer. Yeah, that that's, there saying. you go. Spoilers for the end of the episode. Yeah, Will's building a blade singer. All right. So let's move on. To Fast the- forward to the character build, everybody. This episode's <laughs> over. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about the second uh, subclass for, okay. for this episode. Okay. Now, this one's from Xanathar's Guide. It was the only wizard subclass to come out of that book, and it's the war magic arcane tradition. So, so real quick, I'm going to ask you something I normally ask you in these later on um like class episodes is mm-hmm. was the skag uh picked was did they did they reprint this in Xanathar's guide this blade singer no they did not so this is see i like eyebrow raised cuz this is one of the most potent powerful wizard classes right or uh-huh. tankiest characters how you phrased it yeah. why 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 not cuz they did that with the other skag stuff too it's skag exclusive so it's Sword Coast exclusive, so that's why they didn't reprint it, I think is what we've talked about before. Yes, that's exactly right. If it's Forgotten Realms uh, specific, they leave it for only the Forgotten Realms book. So interesting. So Blade Singer, uh, what else was there? There was the Purple Dragon Knight. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with Purple Dragon Knights. Right. <laughs> Indeed. Not not to be at all. Um, and there was a few others I can't think of. Oh, yeah. The the Battle Rager for the Barbarian. Oh, that's right. All Forgotten Realms specific. <laughs> Didn't the Battle Rager suck? It did. It was oh. it, it blew chunks. But anyway. Especially compared to this. What? Yes. Yes. Well, you know. Is what it is. That's so cool. <laughs> so anyways. Okay. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, War Magic. Arcane Tradition. So. The idea behind this uh, subclass is that this is an arcane tradition that practices the blending of evocation and abjuration magic for the purposes of war. They view their magic as both their armor and their weapon. So, like, just evocation, but more. This reminds me of the uh, the arcane academies that hobgoblins have, where it's like oh, they yeah, go yeah, to yeah. learn magic, and it's just it's war magic. War. Like a hobgoblin war magic wizard is just that just makes fucking sense. Yep. So let's get into it. Um, at level two, they get a feature called. By the way, before actually before we get into it, uh, Blazinger was a very solid class. So is this one. This okay. one's a very good one. Cool. So the the first feature you get at level two is called Arcane Deflection. You've learned to weave your magic to fortify yourself against harm. You can use your reaction to gain a plus two to AC or a plus four to a saving throw. When you use this feature, you cannot cast a spell other than a cantrip until the end of your next turn. So 
you can just do that one repeatedly. Just Shit. keep using reaction to stay the fuck alive. That's cool. Yeah, very defensive, very good. And as a wizard, having a defensive feature is very handy because you're very squishy. Yeah, not having to sacrifice spell slots to using the defensive magic. Right, um, exactly. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> you also get another ability at level two called Tactical Wit. Uh, your keen ability to assess tactical situation allows you to act quickly in battle. Gain a bonus to initiative rolls equal to your intelligence mod. Ooh, so that's fun. Very likely to act first if you're stacking your decks and your intelligence on your on your initiative very nice there's not too many of those uh these these um initiative pumps like basically there's that alert <clears throat> feat i think you get a plus five yeah and then this is the only other thing i've heard of i'm this, sure there, there's probably at least a couple more right but i don't know what they are yeah there, there's a few here and there this is a very fourth edition type of, of feature because in, in fourth fourth edition there was tactics all these different uh feats that you could take or you based your initiative off a different stat and so there was one for wisdom, one for charisma, one for intelligence, and and then of course dexterity. How do you? How does your charisma play into going first? Um, I don't know. I'm such everybody. I remember. Hey, I'm cool, John. Everybody, chill. <laughs> I got this. I remember the the tiefling and the deva, which is like an angelic type. Uh, thing not the same as the deva angels we talked about in the angels episode but they both had specific racial features that allowed them to stack their charisma on their um on their initiative you're so cool everyone else decides yeah. cognitively to slow yeah, down you just say stop and they listen it's and literally you like stuff. you put your hands out like don't worry guys i got this <laughs> well <laughs> every any- single fucking battle and they're like yeah man okay cool tony's the shit um <laughs> Well, either way, use your intelligence with this feature. That's so. cool. I'm smarter than all of you, and I know how to walk yeah, faster. I just see this as like you just see things and calculate it so fast that you're like Sherlock Holmes, and then you're just doing. You're just out, <laughs> you just start moving to action. You're Jimmy Neutron. Your DM says roll for initiative, and you brain blast, and yeah. now all of a sudden you're going first. <laughs> there you go. So at level six, you get another feature. It's called Power Surge, and this is probably the most wordy of the features that we're going to talk about today. Hit me with your words. So you can store magical energy within yourself to later empower your spells. You can store a number of power surges equal to your intelligence mod you start with one a day and whenever you successfully stop a spell with either the spell magic spell or the counter spell spell you gain one surge if you end a short rest with no power surges you gain one power surge so you always have one this is fucking cool yes once per turn when you deal damage to a creature or object with a wizard spell you can spend one power surge to deal extra force damage equal to half your wizard level that's neat. So it starts off a little low with only three damage, but by level 20, it's uh, extra 10 damage. So. Uh, yeah, you're doing, it's going to pile up. You're basically yeah. going to shave a turn off of combat against like a certain creature or whatever. Yeah, it, this definitely has its uses. It's um, It's got a wordy way of, of, of voicing its limitations, but you're always going to have one. I like this. Uh, I'm picturing like a wizard duel in Harry Potter in my head where Mm -hmm. they're like, they're like backhanding a spell away with their wand. Right. And then the residual energy is like being absorbed into them and they're firing it back out. So like there's extra like pulses going on when they're firing their spells. Right. Right. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And fucking Voldemort turns all the sand into knives. And now oh, the knives yeah. are coming for you, but you turn the knives into a dragon and the dragon turned into fire. Gotcha. And then there's a water sphere. <laughs> that fight was fucking cool. I thought that fight was cooler in the books personally. But yeah. It was I mean, cool. it, like getting the visual on it is super sick, yeah. um, but it's, yeah. that is the standard for what I picture when we do like magic fight yeah. shit type. I, I think that's now. a good standard to have. It, it was a very well done. Fantastic fight. beast. And um, where to find them. Don't I, get the title, but now this new one is going to have more of this. <laughs> the Grindelwald versus Dumbledore fight. Let's go. Also movie. Newt Greengrich is whatever fuck his name is there. I, I heard, don't get it. I heard that movie's floundering badly. Is it out? I think so. Yeah. Oh, then it must be. Yeah, I think it's floundering horribly. Oh no. Yeah. Jude Law though. 
Yeah, I heard it was really bad. Oh, <laughs> but man. anyways, moving on. At level 10, uh, you get a feature called Durable Magic. While maintaining concentration on a spell, you have a plus two to AC and all saving throws. So very nice. that's super goddamn handy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because like you're going to be casting spells all the time, and maintaining concentration is an important part of that. So you just get a massive boost to it all. Can we go over how concentration works again? Okay, so if you are... Um, if you've cast a spell that requires concentration, you are at that point considered to be maintaining concentration. Okay. Every time you're hit with an attack of some sort, or every time you take damage, I believe it is, um, you are forced to make a constitution save. And I believe the DC is, I believe, I, this could be wrong, but I believe the DC is 10 plus the damage. And so, like, let's say you take three damage, you have to... Uh, roll 10, a 13. 13. I think so. If That might is not be half? the exact, it might it be half be the half. damage. But that's the general idea of We'll double check and yeah. get back to you exactly. on that. The, um, I haven't ran a wizard or spellcaster in a very long time at this but point. But I am. So yeah. <laughs> the, the when you are maintaining concentration, can I cast a cantrip? Yeah, you can cast any spell you want while uh, maintaining concentration, so long as it's not another concentration spell. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I can do a melee attack. I can mm-hmm. kick a dog. Not yeah, that I would. kick a dog. A fantasy can, dog. You can pet a dog. I might kick a fantasy dog depending on like dog. the situation. Is yeah. it biting me? I might kick it. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to kick it. Do- okay, <laughs> nothing Nothing I ever roll is going to kick a dog for no reason. Okay, fair enough. That's just, Now that's out there. Now, so, okay, that, yeah, that's good. Yeah, great feature. Durable magic, level 10. Really fucking cool. So level 14, you get your big one. It's called Deflecting Shroud. Whenever you use your arcane deflection feature, which is the feature where you can use your reaction to gain a plus two to AC or plus four to your saving throw that you got at level two. Okay. Whenever you use that feature, you may cause magical energy to arc from you and strike up to three creatures within 60 feet of That's you. neat. Chain all, lightning. Yeah, all of them without any save or, or anything like that, all of them automatically take force damage equal to half your wizard level. Damn, so you so. just fucking shit out magic missile. Yeah, you just yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly dope. right. And I that's a that's a, actually a, a much better feature than what the Blade Singer got at level 14. So, because that's going to come up pretty much constantly. Yeah, you're just so this is meant to like you're absorbing magical energy and outputting it as damage, and you're shitting magic missile. The point of this subclass is like you're a fucking weapon. Yeah, and you go out there and you're goddamn dangerous. Yeah, and, and I think maybe, these features do a good job. Of maybe that. it's like you're trying so hard to kill that like more stuff <laughs> is happening. Well, I think it's just you're trained in the art of harnessing your magic for the purpose of killing, and your wand knows it, and it's like yeah. more. Indeed, there you go. Shit out more magic missiles. <laughs> okay. We I know think, magic missile, right? That's easy. Level one. Let's just do it. Ah. I think it's time to take a short rest. Let's take a short rest. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, 
to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode. We're not talking about the last thing we were talking about. We're talking about how much we love you. I would love you. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, I love you. Will, I hate having to prompt you for this. Tell them. I also care for you deeply. You tell me all the time behind their backs how much you love them. I do. Just tell them to their ears. <laughs> I cherish you. We cherish you. We <laughs> want to thank some special people that probably are also listening. I hope you're listening. Um, thank you, new patrons. Alec. Thank you, Alec. And Ken P. Lewis. Thank you, Ken. Thanks, guys. Um, go check out your cool bonus content. It's going to be sick. I'm going to be making some tweaks. I'm, I've said that before and I have done tweaks I'm going to be continuing to do tweaks on Patreon to make it a better experience for everybody there because uh, sometimes they do some suspect stuff on Patreon but there's a <laughs> couple more people we want to thank congratulations to our contest winners you've been announced on our Twitter and I should probably do that on Instagram so I'll yeah. probably have done that by now yeah. <laughs> but thank you Tisha Byte um, at Tisha Byte at Tisha Byte on Twitter and thank you uh, Instagram user Tristibula um, you both want a copy of the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica Ooh. We have reached out to you. We have received yeah. your addresses. We will be shipping them out. Indeed. There has been some positive response to this book in our Discord. Um, I don't know if there has been elsewhere, but it seems cool. I mean, people have been yeah. really talking it up as like, oh, I have so many campaign ideas and blah, blah, blah. Right. I've heard good things about it. But yeah. And it does uh, seem to have a lot of uh, good player options. So I think a lot of people are excited about that for sure. Yeah, man. What else are we talking about? Um, I think that's all we're talking about. That's right. The answer is nothing. We'll see you on the other side of the short rest. All right, back to the episode. Back to the show. 
and we're back. Yeah. And I've built a character, or at least I've come up with a character concept. Yes. And I'm very excited to explore. So, uh, and I helped. Yes, and Brian helped very much. So. I want. I definitely want some credit. In this. Yes, so Brian definitely gets some credit in this. Um, so I, I'm building a Bladesinger. And uh, I've decided to go with the race of Hobgoblin. Now, my my justification for this is since Hobgoblins have these academies of destruction where they're like so focused on war magic, like it makes sense that they would want to emulate this strange type of war magic elves have. So they, they've developed their own blade song and it's nothing like the Elven Blade song. It's more of a stomping war chant. Yeah, that they sing as 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 uh, alongside like tribal drums and whatnot. So they have like mm-hmm. these hobgoblin or whatever goblin spies. Some they have some kind of spy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like getting recon on Bla- blade singer elves. Yes, and they're exactly. like bringing that back, and they're like, "Hey, look, they're doing this, but you really need to just like the trick is to do the music part or whatever." Right, right. And like they figured out like we could do our own shit. Yeah. So during so his name is Splack. He's a hobgoblin. And during their training, um, they used to to try and practice this new version of the Blaze song in a place that they called the Yard. And Splack became <laughs> basically the greatest stomper of them all. And he would stomp the yard with 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 much uh, expertise and, and vigor. vigor. Yes, yeah. uh, lots of people went out to stomp the yard, but none and, better than Splack. But none better than Splack, and because of this, he became known as Splack of the Yard. There are lots of like hobgoblins of the yard, right? But like right. Splack of the Yard is definitely like yeah, he's a household name for sure. Yeah, and he, as a matter of fact, he he has such notoriety amongst his kind that he has a squad of hobgoblin bards that follow him, and whenever he wishes for the blade song to start, they break out their tribal drums and they just they just start going at it and he starts stomping and, and, and goblin, people start dying yeah and goblin he screams uh stop um what is it start, start the blade song yeah start the blade start song. the blade song and then he starts stomping the yard indeed that's exactly well what he happens. pretends wherever he is is the yard right? so let's roll some stats and hope hope to god that he's actually uh competent at what he does yeah <laughs> I mean, eventually he'll get at least one good roll, yeah. and that'll be his good thing. That'll be it. His, so, his intelligence. So you go ahead and write this down, and yeah, got uh, it. I'm going to roll. So first roll is, we got a five, a three, and a three, and a two. So that is 11. Yeah. These dice are not easy to read. No, some of them are. So we have a five, a five, and a two, so that's a 12. Come on, Splat. Okay, you're doing all right. We have a four, a four, and a two, so that's a ten. Oh gosh! Come on, well, come these on! These are your Splat. bad stats. Yeah, you're like you're still great. Ooh, uh, oh, damn it! So that's a five, a five, and a one. So that's an eleven. Another eleven. So incredibly average. So oh far. man, you're slightly above average. So I have a five, a four, and a two. That's an eleven. Okay, <laughs> you're you're slightly above average at everything. Come on, Splat! Come on, seventeen. I need you. Five, five, and five. So we got a fifteen. Nice. We got one there fifteen. Is. There it is, right there. Yes. Um, so that'll be your intelligence. Right? That'll be, yeah, definitely. So you, it, you'll get a plus one to that as a hobgoblin, making you have a sixteen, which is yeah. a plus three. Very good, <clears throat> indeed. Um, so you are good at stomping the yard, but it's because your brains and not your dexterity. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Okay. It's why uh, his dancing style is so um, striking and, and rigid compared to the elves. It took a lot of studying to do like, it's a traditional hobgoblin dance that he's converted into the blade song. Indeed. Indeed. Um, what's my next highest stat? Let me, let me just do those numbers. Oh man. Okay. So that 12 is going to go into, you get a plus two to con, right? You get a plus two to con. And that's probably good for a wizard. I need that dexterity. Otherwise, I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. So I'm going to put that 12 in the decks, 
<clears throat> to give myself a plus one to dex. And then I'm going to put an 11 into con to give it a 13. Okay. And then everything else is an 11 or 10, so they're inconsequential. Yeah. So. You don't need charisma. Well, you know what? I, I get an ability <laughs> score boost, so I'm actually going to pump two more points into dexterity, so I'll have a plus two to dex. Okay. So I'll have... You don't want to <clears> do it into charisma so you can help you like get the girl at the end of the movie? No, not okay. interested. I already got my squad of boys. I'm That's good. true. Um, so I, uh, I'll i have a 10 to strength. I'll have a 13 to constitution, a 14 to dexterity, uh, 16 to intelligence, and then an 11 and an 11 in charisma and wisdom. So not too shabby. So cool. some of the things that I get, I get dark vision. I get automatic martial training um, because I'm a hobgoblin. I We're not get... going to complain about dark vision? Nah, fuck it. <clears throat> I'm and... going to. Everybody fucking gets dark <laughs> vision. Everyone gets lame. dark vision. Um, I get a feature called saving face where if I, if I fuck something up, I get to get a bonus the next time I try it. Is that how that works? Um, I think something like that. If I mess up a saving throw. Sorry, if I fuck something up. <laughs> I mean, Basically, if I miss uh, an attack or if I fail a saving throw, in order to save face, I get a bonus to my next um, attack roll or something like if that. If you miss an attack roll or fail an ability check or saving throw, you gain a bonus to roll equal to the number of allies you can see within 30 feet, yeah. which is a minimum of four for you because there's four yep. dudes playing drums always. Absolutely. And once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you finish a <clears throat> Gotta save face in front of my bros. They're doing bard magic. They're vicious mockering. They're fucking healing you. Mm-hmm. with their, They're inspiring you and shit. Yep. Like, you, you're just... You don't need to be above average. That <laughs> intelligence true. plus all the bard buffs you are getting makes you just a lethal fucking weapon. <laughs> the point is, I'm the best the hobgoblins can muster when it comes to this weird blade magic shit. Yeah, so. like you're stomping the yard harder. <laughs> They're like, he's stomping the yard so good, but like he needs more backup. So I also wanted to multi-class into um, fighter for a bit. I'm going to dip for a couple levels. Which so. makes absolute sense. Yeah, so. We've never multi-classed on the show before. Yeah, we have. What, what what did we do? Yeah, we um honestly my first uh my first character that I built was a multi-class, the barbarian. God, are you talking to me about something that happened like more than <laughs> 2 days ago? It was quite a while ago, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I'm thinking four levels in wizard, we're going to make a level 6 character. So, four levels in wizard, two levels in fighter. I'm going to roll some hit die. Um I'm starting off with a, a level 1 with HP of let me see, six plus one. So seven HP is what I'm starting with. And now you're rolling <clears throat> four levels of wizard? Yeah, so okay. three levels, actually. Oh. Um, so five plus one oh, is yeah. six, so that makes it 13. Plus another six makes it 19. Nice. Plus another, not another six, but five makes it 24. And then I need a D10, please. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> that's a 12. It has a 12 on it. But this one, my boy, that's a oh, 10. Oh, right. So that's a I'm at 24. And that is a five plus one is six, so that's thirty. And then finally, that is a two, so plus one is thirty-three HP at level six. Oh, okay. I mean, is what it is. Go listen to the Warlock episode. We have built weaker characters. Indeed, we have. So uh, (laughs) for the first two levels of fighter, I'm going to get the second wind ability, which is always nice. Um, The action surge ability, which is excellent. And then uh, for a fighting style, I'm going to choose the dueling fighting style to boost my damage output with melee attacks. Mm. On the wizard end, I'm just getting a bunch of spells because that's mostly what wizards get. But um, No way. Yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> no, right? uh, also, the ability score boost, which we already factored in. And then, uh, obviously, the cantrips. Um, I think this guy's going to focus with, like, green flame blade and sword burst okay. for the cantrips. Nice. The, the, the melee-related ones because he's going to be all up in the fray. Blade wards for cowards. So, yeah, Splack of the Yard. Um, yeah, this dude's 
definitely showing up in our current D&D campaign. Oh, my God. <laughs> Splack of the Yard is He's gonna stomp the fucking yard? happening. Okay. Uh, actually, I know exactly where to put him, and it's fairly soon. So, hell yes. Well, maybe we can talk a little bit more about that um, <clears throat> later on. Okay. And we... <laughs> I feel like you were hinting at something. Well, yeah. A new segment of the show we're trying out. Indeed. So before we go and take our long rest, we want to make a few announcements. Oh, shit. It's happening now. Oh, it's happening well, now. the new section yeah. of the show, the, 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 the part before the long rest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so we have a few announcements to make. Uh, the yeah. first announcement that we're going to make is we've actually uh, just recently launched a gaming channel called TDC Plays. It's on YouTube. That's right. And uh, right now we only have two series going on. Um I'm actually playing a couple games with my best friend and my sister, uh, Kiki. Me and her, we're playing uh, a Pokemon Heart Gold Randomizer Nuzlocke, and we're also playing a horror game named Outlast. And uh, later on, actually probably pretty soon, I think Brian's going to be uh, getting some videos on the channel. Yeah. And you'll definitely be seeing other members of the Dungeon Cast crew, uh, Josh Freeland and Jake Cazado will probably be coming on. And- yeah, and then me and Will <laughs> will eventually do stuff together, and yeah. we'll probably, maybe we're all going to play Diablo? I don't know. I'm so down, dude. I'm yeah, so down that to play some Diablo. Yeah, that sounds um, dope. I need a capture yeah. card, but I basically wanted to start something called... Um, I th- I'm thinking about calling it and like uh, um, trademark trademark the the diaries of a Smash Brother. <laughs> okay, I like that. Where cool. Su- Super Smash Brothers is it out now? No, it's about, it's to, come about to come out. When yeah. you're hearing my voice, it'll at be the time out by this. the time they hear this. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I am going to. I got really heavy into Smash Four, mm-hmm. and I th- I felt like I could have breached into the, the competitive scene with tournament play. Yeah. I would have had some learning to do for sure. But that's where I'm at. Is I think I can do it. Oh, shit. Okay. And I'm going to yeah. try with the new Smash, Smash <clears throat> Ultimate. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for the tournament <laughs> scene, and I'm going to video. I'm going to make a vlog about it, okay. basically. Okay. I'm super into this. We're this gonna, is really cool. I'm going to start my journey with just telling you how I am how I started out as a young boy playing Smash Brothers, and then we're going to quick, quickly get into some matches, and I'm going to give you the night before the tournament where we're all playing together, and then I'm going to give you a recap of what happened after the tournament and probably provide links if my matches, if I make it out of pools and my matches get posted on like whatever streaming site. Cool beans. Yeah, man. So Hopefully it, I get to that. So if you're interested in joining us here at the Dungeon Cast, just playing video games and shooting the shit, check out TDC Plays. The link will be below in the description. We play another game. It's very much more closely related to the game we talk about all the time. Oh, yeah. We, we also have a live, is that. a live play game here on YouTube called Super Quest Saga, where three uh, three unwitting heroes find themselves blasted 100,000 years into the future into a space opera adventure. Three people... Th- <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this. Three people that are nothing like each other, hanging out all the time, nonstop. Basically. In space, though. In space, though. That's, you probably With heard, space yeah. elves and... and uh, Fucking space elves. Yeah. Lots of space elves and space goblins. I'm pretty sure one of the space elves is Darth Vader. Giant spaceship fights and... It was awesome. Laser pistols. Yeah. yeah. I have two laser pistols. He does. He does. I don't, he totally does. I gave I don't even need him. a pistol. He doesn't. Just, they're aesthetic. But he has one. Yeah. Um, besides, besides Super Quest Saga and TDC Plays... Uh, is there anything else? We just want to bump the Patreon one more time. Like, thanks for everybody that's been um, coming into Patreon. If you are a $20 patron, thank the gold tier. Thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah. We got new mugs. We have new mugs. Shout um, out to Demogorgon mugs. Um, shh, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, sorry. Sorry. The new mugs. The new mugs. Sorry. We got new mugs. You can see the art My of the bad. new mug on Instagram, probably Twitter. I'll share it. In the Discord. There, it's lots of places. We don't even fucking talk about it. Okay. Okay. We're moving we got on new the mugs. mugs. There are new mugs. They have art on them. 
Yeah. Also, shout out to our Discord. I was gonna, I was gonna okay, be I'll really pissed if you know. I just thought you were gonna shout something, something else out. Um, no, yeah, shout out to everybody on our Discord. Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you to the moderators and the people that are being super duper friendly in there all the time. There are a lot of new players asking for help and getting it. Yeah, and I'm just yeah, I see that. soaking it's really up, cool. soaking that love up. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of cool, funny uh, channels in there that I love yeah. to participate in. Absolutely. Um, so Check out our Discord. All the links to all the things we talked about below. Notes below. And with that being said, it's time to take that long rest. I think we're going to call it a game and take our long rest. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> okay, bye. I feel like I'm in the zone. I feel like I got that one so quick. Oh, so shit. good. So We're juicy. in the zone. Indeed. Watch out, everybody. Let us into, <laughs> into our zone. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.